Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heal Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heal Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, 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 everybody. It is no longer April Fool's Day. It is Thursday, April 2nd. Hope you guys are doing well wherever you are in this beautiful US of A. It is a scary time, as we all know, but we are trying to go through it with grace and and some sanity. Our quote of the day, we must improvise and we must experiment and we must do things that might go wrong. And everything we bring, the people and the equipment, must serve us in that goal. That is flee from the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> Jeff pulls really funny quotes that I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you would not expect. That you're like, mm, almost there. Almost. 
I just really want like the Confucian moment of being like, now let us quote Flea. <laughs> let us quote Flea. Um, I think this was uh, in reference to our uh, guests that we have on the show today, which I'm really excited about. Eliza Schlesinger and Noah Galutin. Uh, we've got Noah, who's a chef and a writer. And of course, Eliza is a hilarious comic who uh, I spent my evening with last night watching her Netflix sketch comedy show, which was hilarious. I gotta watch it. Oh, no, it's so freaking good. And and the best is like Kevin, for some reason, doesn't like love watching stand up or anything like that. And this wasn't stand up. This was a sketch comedy series. I didn't know what I was officially getting into. And he's on his laptop working and editing stuff for After Buzz and articles and such. And we're both in bed and I'm crying laughing. And I just see him through his glasses. You know, when the glasses go on the tip of the nose and then you're looking up and he's looking up and then he's laughing <laughs> hysterically through the whole thing. I was like, oh, this is good. When you get Kevin laughing, I mean, then, you know, you've you've nailed it. She's so freaking talented. It's like ridiculous. And it's a humor we've been missing, I feel like. So anyhow, those are, I guess, and what's really cool about this is we're, you know, obviously going to talk about the sketch comedy series and we all need a good laugh nowadays. But uh, the two of them as this amazing couple had the Don't Panic Pantry. And we thought it would be really, really cool to go into my pantry and figure out what to make based on what's there ingredient wise. And I really feel like Listen, we don't know where we're going, but right now it isn't that great. And the current state of affairs, I mean, 10 million people have signed up for unemployment now. It's its getting really, really not good. And, um, and also with the potential food supply issues that we're going to be running into, canned goods and things in your cupboard are going to be more important than ever. And we all have an abundance of just shit that's in these cupboards that we don't use. Yeah. And so I think... Getting in the kitchen and making something from there. And I've been utilizing it more and I've been cooking more, which has been so much fun for me. Um, I made this amazing yellowfin tuna. Oh, I saw your Instagram stories last night. Steven, I am like so proud of it. (laughs) Although I was terrified for 24 hours I was going to get food poisoning because I got a recipe from the Food Network that was um, to sear it. But it, and then I read it was because I took a bite out of it. And I'm like, this doesn't taste good. And then I looked, it was supposed to be sushi grade Yeah, you tuna have to use sushi grade tuna. To do that. So then I was like, oh, shit. So I'm really grilling it. I've like spiced it to, you know, craziness. And then I had to broil it to get it really cooked all the way through. It was so friggin' yummy. And I was missing ingredients. And I, I was like, whatever, it's still going to taste good. Um, and it was just to die for. What did, what did people who are not you think? Everybody loved it. Okay. Duh. <laughs> Steven, um, I don't know if you know this, but The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking missed the New York Times bestseller list by like just a few books. And so, even though those recipes aren't mine. Um, <laughs> so I I am a an expert in this field, kind of, although they're my mom's recipes, except for a few. Um, so anyhow, uh, I think uh, we're going to have a really fun show today. And um, I think... You know, I'm I'm just going to kind of get to it because um, I'd rather have a lot of fun today than talk about some of the sad stuff that's going on because we've done that already. So she's a hilarious comic. 
He's a world-renowned chef and writer, and as a couple, they're going to save our kitchens, people, and our money by helping us use what we actually have in our pantry. Ladies and gentlemen, Noah Galutin and Eliza Schlesinger. How are you guys? Hi. Good. How are you doing? We're great. <laughs> Thanks for having us on. Never you, been better. You guys are here in LA, right? We are. And you're, you're social distancing and, and staying inside? We've been doing it since before it was before mandatory. Before it was cool. <laughs> since before it was mandatory. Yeah. I love it. And who is the one that goes out and forages? Or do both of you shop? Um, mostly. <laughs> to be honest, you know, we haven't gone shopping in over two weeks. And so this, like, don't panic pantry thing has really been, it started with just, we were going to be cooking anyway. And Eliza had the idea to. We is, is putting it strongly. Yeah. He was going to be cooking. I was going to be there eating. And uh, yeah, so we've been, all the recipes have been just kind of loose recipes that I write up in the morning. um, And uh, they're all with stuff that we haven't had to go shopping for. So we've been just kind of, you know, planning ahead and making, we had fresh vegetables at the beginning of the the stuff. So we made like a vegetable pesto and froze some for later and just kind of trying to think through. I mean, also the big thing when this whole thing started, so this is episode, today is episode 19, you know, everybody in all of our local governments were saying, you know, stay home. Uh, self-isolate, whatever. And so we wanted to encourage people, cook with what you have. Don't go out to the market every single day. So mm-hmm. we made an ingredient list that you could do one big shop and have everything. And we keep it basic. It's not like lobster tails and gold foil. It's like beans <laughs> and sauerkraut and tortillas, things like that. So it's about encouraging people to use what they have and really giving people the structure of knowing like every day at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we're here. There's, you can see two people in their kitchen every day and offering a little bit of mental calmness and people make food along with us, but sometimes they just eat cereal and join us for that hour of cooking. And we're just trying to offer people a little bit of solace in some uncertainty. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. I love it. So every day at five o'clock? That's We've it. committed to every day. One day we did a high tea, but every day at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or PDT whatever that stands for, Pacific Daylight Time. People get very picky about that. I don't know what PDT is either. And so every time someone writes it, I have to say Pacific, right? (laughs) If I write PST, is your head going to explode? Like, is that time on Mars? Like, you know, that's California time. The world runs on California time. Duh. Yeah. So we do every day at five. And I think consistency is key in this time. And I think a little bit of structure and people being able to rely on getting to see your favorite comedian or a chef that you enjoy, just being there every day, you can count on us. Yeah. 
as much for us as it is for them. We really need it because <laughs> guys, not- I'm telling you, I'm doing the same thing. I'm here every day at 11 a.m. It's yeah. a sane place where we can like vent our fears and frustrations and and then find amazing experts to bring in some positivity and help us through these times in practical ways. And so I get it. Um, and, and I think it really is important that you guys are doing it. So where do we watch this? You can watch this on my, uh, Instagram live. It's high technology. (laughs) Uh, It's Eliza, I-L-I-Z-A-S, Eliza S. So it's my Instagram live and that lives live on the feed. Uh, we also do my Facebook. So we simulcast, um, with this really advanced setup where the computer sits on top of a crock pot and (laughs) phone is in my hand. It's a fermenting crock. It's a fermenting crock. Listen, if Ryan Seacrest is broadcasting live with Kelly and Ryan off of a stack of books with his laptop, as are we. You're in good shape. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then all the recipes you can find on my Instagram feed, um, which is my last name, Galut. So G-A-L-U-T-E-N. Mine is pretty much just about food and hers is about actually My Instagram's people. about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he posts the ingredients so people can cook along, they can buy ingredients, and they can also make the dishes after. And we really enjoy, after we're done, seeing all the things that people post, people that don't cook. I feel like our president. People are cooking who have never cooked before. Oh my God, stop. You guys have such easy names too, that this is like so simple. So I'm going to put them in the summary. I'm going to link to it. So, you know, I mean, people need it even easier. I didn't take his last name and he didn't take mine. I had to take lessons this morning to make sure I didn't screw it up. Better the devil you know. I um, grew up with everyone screwing up my last name, so I'm very sensitive to it. I always try to make sure. I'm very sensitive to it. Yeah. As you are. Yeah. Uh, and I never make fun of anyone's last name because I get it. Oh, yeah. But your last name is <laughs> mine. Um, I love it. it. And I think I actually, it's such a great tip to talk about making sure you're not going to the grocery store, even though we can right? It's only for survival. Everyone is getting infected there because it's a communal space. So you have to just go for necessities. And so Kevin only goes to the supermarket. I think it's like every two weeks he goes out and forages. Um, And so I think, I think, you know, it's a really good message to put out there. I don't think a lot of people are thinking about it like that. Find kind of little avenues to support local businesses. Local businesses. Um, I've been using, because farmers markets in LA County are not closed. Um, we, so I found County Line Harvest, and they have like pickup stations around LA, and it's a local farm. You pay in advance online. You pull up in your car, and they just put it in your trunk, and you keep moving. It's like a drug so deal. A little, Shut drug deal. up, County Line Harvest. Yeah, so I've been doing that's a little surprise box of produce that I've been picking up for the first time uh, on Tuesday. That yeah. Was great. Okay, was so cool. Noah, do you have a process? Like we soak any fresh produce in vinegar, and like to wash it like that. Um, so it depends on whether you're going to be eating it raw or not. Um, so it also depends on how long it's going to be. So I think it only, I've I, I had to read up on like how long the virus can live on certain surfaces and things like that. Well, pretend so, nobody knows shit because nobody does. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I don't care about washing it because it's going to be killed by heat just like anything else. Right. If you're eating like a raw salad, then yeah, my mom is a big believer in the vinegar solution thing. Can, can um, I just say as a doctor, uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm listening about like how long the virus lives in cardboard or plastic, you know, and people are like, oh, should I get food delivered or take out? Your delivery person would have to like cough into it, seal it, hand it to you for you to really contract that. It can live on cardboard, I think, for up to like 24 hours in plastic, but 
people are not really, and I, I listened to a report recently and a doctor was like, we haven't seen any reports of people getting sick from cardboard. So, But how well, do you really know? How do you know where you got infected from? That's why I am not doing it either. I'm telling everyone, I'm like, my friends, I'm like, why are you still going into Starbucks? They cough. <clears throat> they give you your coffee, you grab it, then you touch your face, and then you're dying. It's serious. I almost had an aneurysm a couple weeks ago when this was getting going. I stopped at Bristol Farms, and I just jumped in line to get something. And I watched the woman grabbing. I ordered something to go, and I always have my own mug, and I didn't have it that day. And she grabbed a lid with her hand and put it on the thing. And I and I know it's Bristol Farms, so it's already so uppity. I go, what are you doing? <laughs> pandemic. And so she throws away the entire thing laughs at me takes out gloves i'm like you keep laughing but you're not gonna be laughing when you're coughing and i left the coffee there i was like keep the money goodbye this is gonna change everything like we were so dirty and we didn't even realize and i think now it's gonna be a whole other thing i really hope revolution france just filthy in the streets coughing on each other and now none of us have anything yeah, good rule of thumb. And actually, there's uh, Serious Eats. Uh, Kenji Lopez wrote a really nice piece. back to the actual things about it. <laughs> a really nice piece kind of breaking down like, from a food safety <laughs> research standpoint. And that's a good one to look up. Um, but a good rule of thumb is when you're cooking at home, just treat everything like you're handling raw. So treat, think of it that way. And every surface, everything that's from the outside world. So you wash your hands. When you cl- do something, clean the cutting board. Um, and if you're really worried about it, then just cook all your food and don't eat raw vegetables. Yeah. Um, and yeah. You know, a lot of like, you know, healthy, like hearty greens and lentils and beans. And, um, I luckily made a gigantic crock full of sauerkraut before this all hit. So Thank God. We've got uh, lacto fermented uh, cabbage ready to go. For, Probiotics uh, for life. For life. Yeah. I had a salad, a fresh salad like two weeks ago. I mean, I eat fresh salad pretty often, but. That one messed me up. And I was the only one. I ate the whole head of salad, you know, the whole thing of romaine over a two-day period. And I was hurting. Really? Hurting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Put a I'm, pound of fried beans on it, but I don't think that's what it was. I'm trying to cook now as much as possible. I'm like, oh, God, I'll get my greens some other way, I guess. But, um, you know, I had a guest on the show uh, last week that was telling me how frozen vegetables are actually fresher because when they pick them, they put them right in the bag and they freeze them. And I never thought about it like that. I actually like looked down on frozen vegetables um, and and was worried in this period because it's not that I never had them, but I always thought fresh is better. And so now I'm like taking down that frozen broccoli and throwing some lemon on it and then just enjoying it and feeling good about it. Frozen and peak you know, out of season canned whole peeled tomatoes are much better for baking tomato sauce than, mm-hmm. like, than fresh tomatoes in February. So, yeah. you know, it's always best to think about things in those terms. You'd rather have it frozen or, you know, distilled in its moment of, of peak versus, you know, anything else. Like I find a lot of people, they'll make something and then they wait to freeze it until it's about to go bad. Like freeze it when it was at its best. Don't freeze it when it was about to can I just say that if someone had told me when I graduated Emerson, one day you're going to get interviewed by Maria Menounos, <laughs> it's going to be about frozen vegetables, <laughs> and your husband's going to be the focus of the interview. Like, uh, now. <laughs> dead, dead. I love that we both went to Emerson, and I love seeing another female like crush it out there. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, they're. Uh, it's one of those schools they always, I was saying this to you off camera, they always hold you up as the like, and Maria Menounos, and she's an Emerson grad, but our school is 
horrific at doing any alumni outreach. I only recently was added to their distinguished alumni page. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure it's just like a bunch of birds that work in the office and their wings hit the keys and they just like update the, so, <laughs> for worse, we're all out there, Emerson grads making our mark on the world with uh, or without the help of the alumni association. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, before we get into the kitchen, I have to say, Eliza, I watched your show last night and I was friggin' dying. And I started taking notes because I'm like, I might not remember everything tomorrow because it was so good and I was so tired. And um, I, I, I am embarrassed to say that I was the husband wife. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. I'm sketch to have women feel seen. I was so seen in that moment. I was, it was so funny because right when you said it, Kevin goes, that's you. And before you had broken it down, I go, that is not true. Shut up. And then all of a sudden, everything you said, every every bit of that sketch, I'm like, oh, shit, that's me. Oh, shit, that's me. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. I am very proud of that, too. <laughs> Just kept going. Marriage is comfort. That's my least favorite sketch. He doesn't like not the for sketch. the reasons anyone yeah. would think. The reason is because they took photos from our life and photoshopped the actor's head on mine. And like that one kind of weirded me out. We <laughs> cast an actor. His name is Matt Delapina, and he's lovely. We cast an actor that looks a little bit like Noah, like deep set eyes, uh-huh. like kind of Italian features. So he looks like he could be like a cousin of Noah's and he doesn't like seeing photos from our lives, but it's not his face and it bothers him every time. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, my husband just walked into studio. Honey, would you like to say hi to Eliza and Noah? I just want to say, stop talking about food. Talk about that special. <laughs> He just came in. He's listening to the show. He's like, stop talking about the food and start talking about the special. Oh my God. It's so, I mean, it's amazing. I've never, I'm just so glad that. Did you hear me say how you were like, I'm not watching. I got work to do. And then you were staring up the whole time and laughing. He couldn't take his eyes off of it. I haven't seen a reverence like that. I mean, no offense to females. I've never seen a reverence in sketch comedy from females on TV. And I just think it's really refreshing. And uh, did you like Strangers with Candy? Oh, I, you know what? It was, came out when I was really young. I did love Strange with Candy. I was a huge Kids in the Hall fan. Yes. Uh, I really, comedy had this very weird, ugly moment that I live for. And I wanted to make a show. I don't, I, I'm a, you know, a feminist and I want women to feel heard and seen, but sometimes being gross <laughs> and ugly and not making a point about women and just doing something that's yeah. funny, weird is the best statement the you can best. make. Honey, get on the headphones. No, it's okay. I'll let you guys have your show. No, I just—it was just amazing. Like I, I was—it was so funny, and I—I've never—I haven't seen anything like so it. No, like I'm just so sick of stand-up specials. Like that's why I was like, oh, another stand-up. But to to be in this space of sketch comedy, we so need it. But I—I've never seen anything like it, and I'm just so happy for you. And it's—it's it's really good for fans. And uh, I just love it. It was all over the board, which was amazing. I mean, how and, great was the, the uh, wait? The and I loved with women. I, wait, so I loved oh, how you I'm would kidding, like I'm geeking out. You would like click, and it's like okay, let's go here. Oh, let's go back there. It was such a cool, like nifty All little thing. But um, but the women's group. Oh my god, we were pissing ourselves over the women's group, guys. You have to see her sketch comedy show. It's so. Like- All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do: snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Good. It was like going to church. I was like, oh, she's talking to us. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you guys loved it. The sketch is, is called AA for Self-Esteem. And I wrote a book <laughs> called Girl Logic about two years ago. And I touched on this idea that, you know, we're so beaten over the head as women with these ideas, like be empowered, be amazing, be fierce, like be all these things. But when you actually are attractive or smart or you do anything, women hate you even more and men get even angrier. So it's this idea of like, I mean, you're attractive, you get it and you're successful. And so it's kind of this like catch 22 and to kind of damned if you do damned if you don't. So we wrote this sketch about how society tells you to be all these amazing things. And then when you are, it's like, Ooh, could you tone that down? You're upsetting people. Yes. Because like, talk, nobody ever talks about that. It's always about the journey. And then when you are that, it's like, Oh, we don't like that. Yeah. So this, I believe sketch is supposed to be satirical and sort of hold up a mirror to what's going. And then we have sketches like, cashew albacore who is disgusting and dead that dude which is my personal favorite i don't know if you got that far oh no i loved it and i saw he was in the credits of the show cashew albacore right oh he may be i don't know yeah there was i saw his name i thought it was in the credits and i was like oh produced by cashew albacore or something like that that's very funny uh oh maybe it was within the sketch or something in the beginning and i didn't know you're talking about in the title, in the credits for uh, the dog songs movie trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was buying it at that point, whatever those names were. And then I saw him as the plane, you know, on the plane, whatever. Changed all those names and read that so fast. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Anyhow, I think. Um, you guys get- Eliza, guys, good job. Uh, we look forward to meeting at some point. No, we are Absolutely. definitely... We you are guys get an award show after party, I'm sure. We are going to have a, a date night because for so many reasons. And Kev, by the way, when the world, and I pray that the world does get back on access and we are all good someday, can you imagine infusing that comedy into the documentary? <laughs> oh my God, I know, right? I thought about that. Um, I, I've been working on a doc that has a, an interesting theme that that would be funny with, but, um, the workout, the fat, the fat rip dudes, I lost my shit. Thank you. I, can I tell you something about that sketch? And, uh, so like people were like, Oh, where do your sketches from? I mean, just like stand up, it can come from a thought an emotion, a notion, a word. And we were at home and I don't know what we were watching, but there was some like I don't know, like middle-aged guy who like, you know, like just kind of a big dude on TV. And he was like clearly in shape at one point. Now just kind of like big and puffy. And I was like, I don't know. I said to my husband, I was like, I am into it. And my husband goes, you love a ripped fat dude. And I was like, I do. Like, that's so my type, weirdly. Even though I've never dated. He's not a ripped fat dude. neither ripped nor fat. And then I was like, I'm taking ripped fat dude. It's so funny. I held on to it for months. 
and then we wrote Rip Bat Dude, uh, and I had fun being the instructor. Um, and it's poking a little bit of fun at guys. I think some guys don't like it, but it's like, okay, welcome to being a woman. It was We're so freaking good. Fun. Guys, if you have not seen it, it's on Netflix. It's so freaking good. Um, it's called the Eliza Schlesinger Sketch Show. So, guys, what you didn't hear was my journey to my kitchen with Noah and Eliza. And so if you are curious to hear what we cooked up from my cupboards, you can go to youtube.com, look up Maria Menounos, and then click on Better Together, and you can watch the video. Or you can go to Facebook Live, right? There's an easy way to do it, too. What's the other way? They can click the link in the description, take them right to the video. Damn! Stephen always has something easier for you. But yeah, we had a really fun time. Um, I clicked onto Zoom at some point and then walk them through my yard into the kitchen. Uh, you get to see my mom, my dad, Kevin, the dogs. We actually have the same dog, not my dog. It's my parents' dog. They have like the, the, the evil version of Beethoven. <laughs> Why do you call him evil? <laughs> no, it's just, oh. There has to be the evil twin, right? And I, I'd like to think Beethoven's nice. Okay. Maybe All Beethoven's right. the evil one. Maybe they have the good version of Beethoven. Theirs was so cute too. But, <laughs> you know, we had such an amazing time in the kitchen and Noah just looked at what we had in the fridge, in the, the cupboards, and we made the most delicious meal and it took zero time, guys. It was so quick and so yummy and my parents were so excited that a segment included um, cooking because then my dad didn't have to cook for my mom. And so uh, it's a really great way to to show you a great recipe. So I hope you guys check it out. Um, in the meantime, of course, you can watch Eliza's um, amazing Netflix special that um, we will link to in the summary as well. And, and Noah and Eliza are doing a show every day at 5 p.m. on her Instagram that is super fun because they are cooking. They're Don't Panic Pantry. So you guys don't want to miss that. I'm going to start watching and getting ideas every day because cooking every day is hard to remember things, even when you got a cookbook like I do. Shout out to my cookbook, The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. Simple, delicious, healthy, with a few splurges. Really not technically my recipes. They're my mom's, but uh, they're really great. So, um, yeah. Check them out. Check them out. But I do. But I also have like exhausted them. So it's great to have somebody like Noah, who is a chef, kind of giving you new ideas in this time and really making the most of your cupboard. So check it out. You can go at at Eliza, I-L-I-Z-A. We're going to put that in the summary as well. So you can just click on it and go watch them every day at five. They're so fun and funny and informative so check them out in the meantime thank you guys for joining us please help us by rating commenting subscribing on apple Podcasts and spotify um we're here every day at 11 a.m for you guys except for fridays we're trying to take fridays off but we might be here tomorrow uh there might be an interview um or a chat tomorrow with some friends i don't know why i'm so used to saying interviews in life but They're really just chats. Is every conversation at some point turned into an interview? No, they're not interviews. It's just like, it's just me chatting with friends, but um, I'm so used to that vernacular I'm so glad you met Kevin early on because I can't imagine what dates would be like. Would they be interviews? Maybe. (laughs) Um, You would research. Maybe. And guys, if you want, join us over at Patreon. The link is in the summary at any level. Thank you so much, of course. in the meantime, follow us at Maria Menudos, at Stephen Lemieux Photo, at Eliza, at Gluten. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present.
Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 